brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Oh yes, it's sippin' time again, and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show, and we're, we're shooting for 23 minutes of entertainment. Never happened. Normal Never happen. 22. We are banned in three countries, two states, and Roll at tide. this point, pretty much... Every theme park in the southeastern U.S. This is Made Man Bob. Joining me today are Made Man Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. I like the addition of the jackalope on the bar there. Well, it's nice down here in the basement. Made Man Maury. Good morning. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, put on your boots. It's kind of damp here in the basement. And good old boy, Harmeet. Well, howdy, y'all. Brett Moy and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. Our group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Our show is sponsored in part by The Bourbon Review, a quarterly magazine and online source for all things bourbon. You can find them on Facebook or at their website at www.gobourbon.com. Go bourbon. And also by Fine Spirits, Cooper City, Florida, home of the Enomatic Machine, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. But can you find the whiskey by the glass? Maybe. The machines will be fixed one day. <laughs> All right, our our sips segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else we can drink. And today's show is all about rabbit hole distilling. It's a little white rabbit. See, a white rabbit. See, the old guys get it. In the old, yeah. All right, so let's talk about some background on the brand as well as on the individual products we're going to be tasting. So the products, we tasting today? The really? products we're going to be tasting today are Rabbit Hole Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Rabbit Hole Straight Rye Whiskey, and Rabbit Hole uh, Bourbon Whiskey Finished NPX Sherry Casks. So why don't we have uh, Maury go ahead and tell us about a little bit about Rabbit Hole. Thank you, Bob. Rabbit Hole was founded very recently in 2012 by Kaveh Zamanian, a licensed clinical psychologist. Originally a Scotch drinker, Kavi was first introduced by bourbon to bourbon by his wife Heather, a Louisville native and clinical psychologist herself. His passion for bourbon continued to grow to the point that he began experimenting and attending every tasting and industry event he could. Seeing the interest consume more and more of his time, his wife referred his growing obsession to him as taking him down the rabbit hole. Shh. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> So he decided to leave his career in 2014 and embark on a full-time career in the whiskey business, and Rabbit Hole was born. He's my hero. I wish I could quit wait, my job and get in the liquor minute. business. So he founded it in 2012, but he didn't leave his career as clinical psychologist until 2014? Well, in 2012 to 14, it was a hobby. And in 2014, he quit being a psychologist and dedicated all of his time to the Rabbit Hole. I'm, when I, starting I, I a new wish. whiskey business, the first problem is having product to sell. Most start out as non-distiller producers where they purchased aged spirit from an existing distillery to bottle and sell under their own name. However, Rabbit Hole decided to go in a different direction. They are what is referred to as a contract distilling producer. A contract distilling producer is a company that contracts with an existing distiller to have them produce new make spirit on their behalf using their own personal and often proprietary recipe and barrel requirements. This allows a contract distilling producer to offer a bourbon unique to their company. 
Nice. However, Rabbit Hole isn't planning to stay a contract distilling producer forever. They are currently under construction for their new distillery. A new $12.5 million distillery will be located at 711 East Jefferson Street in the New Lou District of Louisville. 711, are they going to like have Slurpees? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would be awesome. That, sorry, he's, he's, he's cutting in on my business here. 711? Whiskey he, Slurpees. Kaveh is Iranian. I'm Indian. I should be on 711. <laughs> the current footprint is approximately 55,000 square feet, which includes the former St. Jude Baptist Church building that they are going to incorporate into the experience. Additionally, That's my the, kind of church. There you One's go. got a still in it. <laughs> take, take me to church. Yeah, oh man, all of a sudden I really get excited about every Sunday morning. <laughs> Additionally, the facility will include a full-service restaurant and cocktail lounge and an event center on the fifth floor with 165-person capacity. They're spending some serious cash. I don't know 165 people. so It's only 12.5 million. Come on. That's, Demolition that's has already change. been completed and the piping and equipment is ready to start going in. The stills are being made by Vendome Copper and Brass Works of Louisville and the distillery is on track to be completed and producing new make spirit by the end of 2017 with the visitor center expected to open shortly thereafter that. Very ambitious timeline. Nice. Uh, currently, Rabbit Hole products are available in Kentucky, Illinois, and Tennessee, and will be expanding to two or three more states later this year. Are they doing copper or column or both? I uh, don't know what they're planning. Did Probably going to be you both. Right? Yes. And? Did we ask Did him you that question? Ask him about the stills? Did you ask him no. for the dimensions of the still that's being installed? No, no. I, I, no. You fail, Brent. You fail miserably. I believe it's a column still because I believe I saw a picture on the website of it. I mean, very few people use pot stills. I mean, especially in Kentucky, other than Woodford Reserve, and you know how much of that's actually pot still well, versus you have column like some still. percentage of pot still. Yeah. pot still has a distinct yeah. flavor. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's. I'm, I mean, it's, it's Vendome. I'm sure it's a column still. All right, and that's some information on Rabbit Hole. And now we'll have Brent tell you about our sips rating and their signature sounds. And since we were talking about rabbits today, we'll ask Brent to do it using his best Elmer Fudd voice. Be very, very quiet. Good I'm job, Brent. Uh, oh, you sound you just like wish he was that good. Oh, rabbit hunting. Oh, definitely going rabbit hunting. Uh, we'll be using the uh, tasting and discussing these whiskeys and weighting them with these sips weightings, plus our <laughs> signature sounds. <laughs> That's very, very, very impressive. I'm, very I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed of how, do, how you're doing the voice there. <laughs> Here are those weightings now. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Water. Two sips. Nice. But what else do we have? Well, isn't that nice? Elmer's drunk. Elmer's drunk. <laughs> Poor Elmer. <laughs> Three sips. Hmm. Very interesting. What was that again? Interesting. I, mean, I like that, but you missed up three. Come on. Do it again. Three. Three. <laughs> Interesting. If you talk like that, trust me, you have been drinking. Four, four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Don't tell that wascoey wabbit. <laughs> That's classified. Five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 Round, yes! round of applause for Brent for Elmer Fudd. No? I'm still. You're I, not going to hit the round of applause button, I'm still, Bob. I'm Bob still says getting round of applause. It was a very wascally wabbit. I still have in my head that image of Elmer Fudd when he was doing the uh, the one episode with you know the horns on his head. You know, killed a oh, wabbit, yes. killed a wabbit. Yes, I love that one. That and there was a comedian who used to do him. I'm driving in my car. I turn on the radio. Who was that? I want to hold you close. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> It was, uh, was, was that Wagner opera? It was written. Killed a wabbit, killed a wabbit. Yeah, yeah come on. It's great. It's Elmer, man. It explains awesome. why our generation is so messed up. <laughs> <So> that, <laughs> that, 
<laughs> that was my introduction to classical music. Come on. I, I, that was most people's awesome. introductions to well, classical for our, music. Or at least our age. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that again, that explains a lot of the problems that we've got. <laughs> Hey, who's who's going to do the first whiskey? We idolized a guy with a speech impediment who chased a rabbit around and never was able to seem to actually shoot him. So, do we, do we have time to do the first whiskey? Or are we up on a hard break now? Well, we're almost to a break, but we can get started. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and at least tell us what it is? Who? You? <laughs> you didn't tell me I was doing the first one. Yes, I did. No, oh my god! Oh dear lord! He's unprepared. Yeah, as usual. Oh, That's a surprise. Gosh. I was drinking. All right, Elmer. All right, the first product we have to review today is the Rabbit Hole Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, forty-seven point five percent ABV, which is impressive, and I enjoyed it very much. This expression is uh, created using a unique mash bill of four grains. They use corn, seventy percent, ten percent malted wheat. 10% malted barley, and 10% honey malted barley. Kids, questions, comments? Where does that honey malted barley come yeah, from? That was the question. I was, thank you for I setting me up. I would argue that those are three grains. Honey malted barley and malted barley are both barley. I agree with Most you. Most of us would say that a four-grain whiskey contains rye. I 100% agree with you. Thank you. But this is their freaking marketing. Take people. it back. Don't read marketing. But they, they used four different batches of grain. How's that? Four batches of grain, 70% corn, 10% malted wheat, 10% malted Sorry, barley, Bob. and then honey malted barley. So uh, you want to talk about malt since we really don't have time for me to talk about this whiskey yet. We're going to the malt shop or? We're going to malting. Let's so what's malting. honey malted barley, guys? What's that all about? I don't know. Tell us. Oh, fine. I thought you guys were supposed to set me up. So anyway. We've been trying to set you up for years. I'm married <laughs> now. It's too late. You're not set upable. Yeah. In, in fact, if you look outside, there might be some law enforcement gentlemen who want to talk to you. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm a citizen, kids. I'm a citizen. I may be brown, but I'm here legally. <laughs> anyway, honey malted barley is something really I great. I see you standing next to a wall. I get nervous. We're not going to talk about barley. Oh, man. I, I see the immigration guy's coming. He's there. sweating. Yeah. I may or may not be back after the break. Clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads None too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love All right, we're back and this is a Sips episode. Has anybody we seen are- Harmeet? Those guys in blue were here. There was some guys from Homeland Security outside that we were looking for him, but uh, we are here and we're... T- <laughs> Brad, I think you need to take we're over until we find Harmeet. He's, he's back. It's all, it's all good, kids. That was he's FedEx. Back. It was we're FedEx. We're talking about rabbit holes. Be quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. 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 All right. So tell us about the mash bill. And well, what, let's, let's talk what about is, malting. What is honey Well, well let's malted. talk about malting first. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all talk about... Uh, Barley or single malt whiskey. Well, I plugs. like. I touch the plugs. We, Don't touch the machine. Did I unplug us? No. So, um, we talk about uh, single malt whiskey a lot, uh, and we when you think about single malt or malts, you think about Scotland. And when we talk about scalt and malt in Scotland, it's malted barley, for the most part. Well, the nomenclature is all messed up. There's barley whiskey, or there's Scotch whiskey with made with single malts, and there's grain whiskey. Grain whiskeys are made with the other grains, corn and wheat. Um, the other white meat? But they're all grain. Nomenclature is all messed up here. Barley's grain, too. And then uh, uh, earlier off the air, uh, Maury was talking about malting with us. And uh, what is wheat versus malted wheat? Well, you can malt anything, just like 
anything with nipples, you can milk it, right? Right, Brent? Oh, I have nipples. <laughs> you can malt it. Right in grain. the toilet with you two. Yeah. <laughs> you can, but you, in you can fairness, malt any grain. In fairness, when people say malt or this whiskey or this beer contains malt, generally they're referring to malted barley. 100% but correct. But correct you are that you can malt anything. Yeah. And correct you are you can milk almost anything. And any but, mammal, milk but, it. But if you go to the store where they sell cat milk, that does not come from cats. I don't even want to know where you yeah. shop. <laughs> um, so malting a grain, basically you, you wet the grain slightly, let it germinate. You're like taking this dry grain and let it think, hey, I'm going to be a plant someday. You fool it into thinking it's going to grow up and make some food. But no, we've cruelly fooled this little seed into thinking it's going to go somewhere. And it starts to germinate. And you stop that germination process by air drying, like they do in a lot of distilleries, or roasting it, which could be baked in an oven or uh, uh, use uh, peat smoke. Uh, normally, they use kiln drying here in America and most of Scotland as well. And depending on how dark you roast that, changes the, the, grad the gradation of that uh, malting. So we've got malted wheat in here. We've got malted what's barley. What's the difference between a two-row malt and a six-row malt? Three rows. Yeah. No, four, four rows. Roses. <laughs> four roses. That's a great name for a bourbon. Yeah, so, we should we should maybe call those guys and see if they give us. Some. One of my favorite whiskeys in the world is is the Glenmorangie uh, Signet, which uses coffee roasted barley. It's not coffee. It's not roasted with coffee. They roast the barley till it looks like coffee beans. Very dark roast. Yeah, that's called a chocolate malt. Actually, they call it a chocolate malt. It looks like coffee beans, but the, again, the name nomenclature is stupid. It's it looks like coffee, but we call it a chocolate malt. It doesn't taste like that's chocolate malt. The only whiskey Glenmorangie makes that uses that yeah. coffee yeah. chocolate malt. They're, I think that's the only Scotch whiskey right now that's using that chocolate malt. Yeah, but it's damn good. It is so. phenomenal. It is quite good. So we've got uh, corn, seventy percent, ten percent malted wheat. They've germinated. They've dried it. Uh, malted barley, ten percent, like they would use in Scotland. And then they've got this crazy thing called honey malted barley, which we had to look up. For the brewers out there, the beer geeks, you all know honey malted barley. That's what they make nut brown ale with. It's made the, by the Gambrinus Company in in uh, Canada, and they do this unique process. Which take off, eh? Take off. They wouldn't. Uh, we couldn't find exactly how they do it, but it makes a barley. It involves hockey. It's from Canada. Curling. Yeah. Don't, everybody forgets about curling. <laughs> Nobody curls. They play hockey. Please. It's that's just a way to teach people how to sweep. Anyway. I thought this was uh, an interesting uh, mash bill, and it's different. The honey malted barley made a difference, as you'll see in our tasting notes, I think. So we're done with the malting of the, 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 the mash bill. Let's talk about the aging. This is aged in three, uh, sorry, in number three char barrels made by the Kelvin Cooperage. Hey, Kelvin. Woohoo! Yep. We, we were lucky enough to meet the gentleman who runs Kelvin Cooperage last time we were. How many degrees Kelvin do they char at? Nice. Just add 273 to whatever you're He's trying to use that science is. degree for something, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, beautiful barrels. They make gray barrels. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to go and meet these guys. Well, thank you for Well, you weren't invited. You're welcome. Besides, you're not allowed to travel interstate. I don't those. travel with the, the bourbon mafia. Yeah. I'm just a good old boy. Well, you There's can't travel interstate anyway. There's uh, the Homeland Security <laughs> to, guys out yeah. there looking for you. I have to let my parole officer know I'm leaving. Uh, at any rate, this goes in the barrel at 110 proof. That ankle bracelet starts beeping again. That would be called entry proof. That, this is Harmeet at the state border. <laughs> proof of citizenship. Proof of citizenship. There you go. <laughs> I hate you all so much. White people. I'm just surrounded by white people. I, I even married a couple of white girls. Not at the same time, though. That would be outre. Oh, then you'd be from like that'd Utah be it from Alabama. Or <laughs> Alabama. No, no, Alabama, Alabama be should be your sister and your cousin. Yeah, your cousin. at the same time. Well, that's that's why I went with white chicks. Yeah, they're definitely not related to me. Anyway, uh, barrel proofs 110. I mean, it's age, I'm sorry, entry proof is 110, and the aging is only two years. And this was surprising to me because two years in this number three char barrel. For this bourbon was spectacular. What I size barrels were they using? They full didn't size. tell me. Both sides, as far as I know, yeah. Full, was it full size? Because it really tastes more mature than the average two-year-old. That's was I was going to say. It does not Boy, taste I'm, like a two-year-old. I'm officially game. creeped out. Oh God, where are we going there? Because we went, we, it, was our, it, was, it was less, it was less gross. We went, we talked about the eighteen-year-olds that way. 
but these are two-year-olds. The color is amber. It is very pretty. On the nose, I got a lot of berry, and what really struck me was sweet coffee. Chuck Berry? Chuck Berry. Oh. Now, since you'll be listening to this later, today we, we raise a glass and toast to Chuck Berry, who, who died last night. The king of rock and roll. The king of the, the originator. So, sweet coffee notes. This is just interesting. I love this. Coffee and like a creme brulee, really creamy. Uh, the palate, I got lots of wheat and honey and almond. It was just, I just really enjoyed this taste. It, you want to have another sip right now? Mm. And it's kind of heavy. It doesn't taste like a two-year. It tastes like it's definitely been in their barrel longer. So like Maury was saying, I think it may have been a smaller barrel. And I'm going to have to give this a four. I really enjoyed this. I was waiting until Bob was uh, busy. Pull another bottle out. So, who wants to go next, Brent? What do you think? Yeah, I I enjoyed this as well. This is uh, you can definitely has you can definitely tell that it that it is younger, but you don't. But you're very fooled by the age. Uh, you know, it's I got a lot of brown sugar in the nose. I got in the cherries, um, and definitely when you taste it, I get those coffee notes. That yeah, I, I think I got the cherry too. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I got the coffee notes in it, but I'm not a coffee drinker, and so for me, the finish was a little bit bitter because of that. Because I'm because I don't enjoy coffee, but um, you know, overall, it's very impressive. I, I enjoy this, especially for you know, I'm looking forward, you know, in a couple of years, like, wow, if this is this good now, how good is this going to be in you know two more years or four more years? So it's uh, it's very was very it? good. But you know, it's it's not like a bitter coffee. I understand what you're saying. Maybe a little bitter for you. Yeah, coffee. It's right. Not a right. Bitter it's like a, it's like a, it's a like real, a latte. Yeah. There you go. It's very yeah. creamy. It's not. It doesn't have that tannic like a strong black coffee. It has that cafe au lait kind of just right. beautiful roundness. But the sh- the sugars it. also make it's like a kind of like a yeah. Cuban coffee. Yeah. yeah. But for uh, for my sips rating, I give this uh, a solid three. Interesting. All right, All right Maury, what do you think? Well, as much as I hate to admit it or ever agree with Harmeet, I, I think he was spot on. I think that, um, number one, it tastes mature beyond its uh, its years. I love the mouthfeel. I love the palate, lush palate coatingness. I do get the cafe latte, uh, creme brulee kind of on the, on, the, on the nose and on the palate. Uh, a lot of brown sugar and honey. I, I think I'm getting the honey from that honey malted barley. Maybe it's just in my imagination. Because we said the word honey malted, but you know, I, I, I drink it in. It always <laughs> goes down smooth. <laughs> no, but I, I think I think it makes sense because when I read that this is the barley they use in nut brown ale, that, that brought some of those same flavors. So you know, part of me would say if you compare it to some of the big boys that are out there and twelve and and fifteen year olds. Uh, you know, it'd be hard to give it that high of a rating. But if you look at it in context of being a two-year-old, it's definitely going the right direction. It's definitely approachable and drinkable now. There are a lot of two-year-olds out there that you really say, I like where it's going, but I'm not drinking it for another two or three or four years. Mm-hmm. I think this you can definitely buy and drink. I had the privilege of tasting this uh, with one of their brand ambassadors up in Kentucky. I did bring back a bottle because it's not available in Florida. Not yet. And uh, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying it as much today as the first time I tried it. So I give it a solid four sips. Woohoo. That's classified. Bobby Joe, what'd you think? Well, I... I, I mean, made man Bob. Sorry. I absolutely have to agree with Maury. It's, that's the thing that I, I got out of it when I tasted it. It's, it's hard to believe that it is the age that it is because it's definitely showing maturity beyond its years. Um, the coffee you, you notes... You think it's because it's the malted grains, that all these grains are malted? <sighs> Maybe it is, you know. I, so when you when you malt a grain, what you're doing is you're actually converting a lot of the starch into sugar. Yeah, yeah. So there's more sugar for the. You're getting the right. sugar. Maybe you're also way. getting the additional enzymes, right. and and you're getting you know more of the enzymes and different types of enzymes because it's a different type of grain. Um, maybe that is helping it. I'm thinking that 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 creaminess to the coffee on it. I'm thinking maybe that's coming from the malted wheat, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know I, I'm I'm definitely getting some fruit, some brown sugar, that that sort of cafe au lait latte kind of uh, on the back. It's got a great color to it, um, honey and almond and nuts. Um, you know, I mean, again, if you put this down next to a George T. Stag, 
or you know something of that caliber. That's a different animal. Yeah, it's an entirely different animal. You can't. You, you have to. You, you have to take it for what it is. And honestly, I, 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 you know, I'd be happy to you know have a bottle of this and drink this every day. Uh, you know, I, I think they're doing a great job, and it really shows where they're going with it. Um, and if this is a result strictly of the mash bill, because they are a contract producer, once they start making their own, probably by the end of the year, if they stick with this mash bill, once this gets some age on it, I think they're really going to have something. And, uh, yeah, I give it a four. Nice. That's classified. Uh, one disclaimer here, kids. I actually, my four is not, uh, qualified in any way. I'm not saying, oh, this is a two year old. So it gets a four. I, I didn't even read the notes properly. I just went to tasting. I don't want to color my perceptions by somebody else's tasting notes. I tasted. I didn't see that it was two years old when I gave it a four. Well, of course, he's not looking. He's drinking. I'm not reading, man. I'm a reader, but, you know, I'm not reading this stuff because read. somebody else wrote it. You have a problem. You have a drinking yeah, problem. I, you know, you should get some help for that. Yeah, it's a real woman phone. could stop you from drinking. <laughs> yeah, it has to be a real big woman. I'm just saying. <laughs> Love that. All right. Who's well, up? Our next product is the Rabbit Hole Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. That's coming in at 47.5% ABV. The mash bill on this rye is 95 rye, 5 malted barley. Uh, so when you hear 95, 5 rye, a lot of people who are you know whiskey geeks immediately LDI. assume LDI, MGP. Um, Whatever this, they're calling themselves today. Yeah. This is not sourced whiskey. Again, this is contract distilled. Um, it's not distilled by the guys at LDI. I know that much. I can't really say any more than that. But He knows, but he won't say on air. Well, if you pay me, I might. Um, but it is a 95-rive ride, contract distilled specifically for them. Um, it's distilled and aged in Kentucky under the guidance of Rabbit Hole Master Distiller Larry Ebersold. It's aged in number three char barrels, again from Kentucky, uh, 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 Kelvin Cooperage. Entry proof is yeah, 100. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. What, 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 what Cooperage? Hmm? Kelvin Cooperage. Is that good for you? Yeah. Enunciation is, is important on the radio. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Barrel entry proof is 110, and this is age two years. Um, this is the first one I noticed was only age two years old. <laughs> I mean, it's got a nice color to it, considering its age. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's got a nice sort of uh, burnished bronze, kind of amber color you to it. You can tell that's a number three char on that barrel. I've seen some two-year-olds that are very light. This is yeah. nice. Um, on the nose, it's got a beautiful nose. I mean, this uh, this rye is showing well past a two-year rye. I've had a lot of young ryes, and this one definitely is you know, showing a lot more maturity than its actual age. Um, I'm definitely picking up the the spicy pepper notes. I'm getting a lot of uh, sweetness, brown sugar, a little bit of cocoa in the back end, almost sort of a confectioner's candy kind of nose. Um, on the palate, um, their tasting notes are saying dried apricot and fig. I'm not picking that up, but I absolutely am picking up the caramel and the custard on this. A little bit of spice at the back end. Yeah, I mean, just you know, just a really well put together rye. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this, you know, with a little bit more time on it. And that's that's kind of the nice thing right now because whiskey, especially rye, is so hot. There are a lot of people coming out, so you're you're getting to try the stuff as it matures. I remember when Willett came out with their two. Now they've got their three. You're getting to see how they grow. Um, you know, I, I think they've got something here. I think they're they're going in the right direction. Um, I give it a I give it a solid three cents. Interesting. What do you think, Maury? I'm going to echo a lot of what you said, Bob. Uh, I like it a lot. Again, it tastes mature more so than some other two year olds that I've had. Um, it's definitely got rye on the nose. It's definitely got the the spice and the white pepper on the palate. Again, it has a really nice mouth feel. It's rounded. It's 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 mature. It doesn't taste like a whiskey that was just put in the bottle. Um, I, I, I was a toss up between this and the and the bourbon, but uh, I too would agree with you that uh, I think the bourbon was just a little bit better for me. Um, and so with that, I'm going to give this one a solid three sips as well. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's, I mean, I don't think it's the mash bill per se. I mean, it's a 95.5 five 
mash bill, which is a fairly common rye, especially right now in this market. Um, perhaps it's their aging facility. Perhaps it's the barrel manufacturer. I, I don't know. But yeah, they seem to be squeezing a little bit more maturity out of this than you know the chronological age is first thing that comes to my mind when you see that is uh, small barrels uh not always mm -hmm. and it sounds like uh we we're i mean we don't have the information about the barrels though we know it's made by calvin cooperage we don't know what size they made i i, I agree with you i think i it had to be small barrels or something uh, else. i don't think so i no. think it may have just been stored yeah maybe higher in the higher in the rickhouse and you know, to get this it's, kind of I flavor. mean, as far as I know, they're full size regular barrels. Um, yeah. Okay, I, they're not uh, small barrels unless I'm completely missing something. I mean, the pictures that I've seen and, and all of that. I mean, it's it's, well, it's we, full size barrels. I would barrels. totally forgot about where the placement in the rickhouse should be. Yeah. That that that's right. a I mean, huge if, factor as well. Yeah, they've probably only got a one story rickhouse at the moment. They <laughs> no, but I'm sure that it's more of a, it's more of a you know a storage unit somewhere. At right. This well, point, I'm but, I'm uh, sure that they contract a, a rickhouse is just like they contracted a distillery. So I'm sure they're whoever's ever storing it for them. You know they have some say in where it's being stored. Yeah, it's it's yeah. A, it's a and that's and 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 I don't know the location where they're storing yeah. stuff now. That's 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 the thing. If you that knew I find where they were storing stuff, you'd be there now with a truck. I know. This, this, yeah, they keep that stuff secret. And yeah. your point is. <laughs> Yeah, how yeah, big a truck? Just, that yeah, yeah. Get get you know, get in the damn truck. I mean, <laughs> you want from me? Yeah, like I like it's, I could keep it. It's one of those self. It's one of those self storage places, like you know, where the drug dealers keep their money. Yeah. Now, now you see, you, you got to remember, we're here in South Florida, so the other forty nine states don't really quite grasp that concept like we do here in South Florida. Well, they, they saw Breaking Bad. <laughs> Did you guys watch Breaking Bad and the rest of the country? Oh, yeah, man, that's all <laughs> fictional. Good Lord. You got Walter White running around in a yellow radiation suit. That's not exactly like reality. Come on, man. <laughs> what? All, I, all I know about crystal meth comes from Walter White, man. It's not blue. In college. <laughs> yeah. Let me see your teeth. Got any of them left? Uh, him? No. Uh, no. Oh, man. You oh, guys are fake. horrible. They're fake. Yeah, well, no, in any event, I'd, I'd I'd be curious to know where they're aging this, and I, you know, and, and I does just, not taste like a two-year-old man. I don't yeah, know I don't know. All right, I'll I'll talk about it's more. Not later. just the destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows. All as fast as the world wind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view And we're back and we are still talking about uh, Rabbit Hole we Be keep going down the road. I'm hunting This this whole episode has been filled with digressions or rabbit holes, if you will. <laughs> How about that malted barley? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. Speaking what do you use digressions? I'm no. Let me talk about the whiskey then. How's that? All right. Uh, what do you say, dude? The dude abides. Okay. Thank the you, dude. dude. Okay. That's right. This rug so. really ties the room together. <laughs> I. I really surprisingly like this because I've ra rarely ever liked a two-year-old rye. I think rye is one of those uh, whiskeys that needs at least four years. So I'm, I think I prefer seven or longer. Um, and I'm so surprised, and I want to know what their secret is. We're going to have to go to Kentucky and beat it out of them. Uh, the nose for me, you guys talked about the white pepper. The first thing that hit me, though, was citrus. It's like orange peel, and it was just gorgeous orange and and then uh, a little bit of spice then then i then i got your white pepper and stuff but the citrus really hit me it was like a like an, a, a a whiskey that had been aged a lot longer a rye that had been aged a lot longer and um 
When I tasted it, the cust caramel and custard, yes, but I did get that fig that you said, Bob. You said you didn't get mm. the fig. No, no, I got I fig. But I am, I, I am. Now either. that you mentioned, I am definitely picking up the citrus in the it, back end, all the way in the back. Citrus is big, but when I put, I the reason I'm picking up fig, I guess, is the the other day I was tasting some really great fig brandy from France. Uh, and you haven't brushed your teeth since then? Is that what you're trying no. to tell? Speaking of digressing. Yeah. There you go. He was eating some fig newtons and drinking some brandy. What is the relevance of some French fig brandy? It's kosher for Passover. I don't know. Thank God you told me that. <laughs> Somebody needs to know. I could tell Maury was really worried. Yeah. Well, do you keep kosher at all? For about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I should know better. We were talking about oysters earlier, too. Anywho. I got the figs on this. I thought it was gorgeous. Do you have any more left? Can I have some? It's gone. It's gone. I just took the last of it. I took the last of it. That's what you get for... uh, That's what you get. Talking instead of drinking. I know. Right. And then uh, there was some nice spice on the fish. A little green notes, uh, you know, because I think it was not aged long enough. Uh, The green notes went towards fennel, I guess. Um, And I just thought it was great for uh, for a two-year-old. So um, I'm going to... I don't know that I can I could give it a three like you guys did. So uh, two, 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 two sips, my friends. Well, isn't that I want to nice? taste this in two more years. I'm going to be excited to taste it. He waxed his poetic years. and gave it two sips. I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah. I, look, it had potential. I'm amazed by their potential. Mm. I think this in a six year old. Your high school guidance counselor said you have potential, and look at you now. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I dropped out of school. Exactly. I never finished my PhD. My mom blames me. My mom blames my ex-wife and all her friends, even though I dropped out before. Whatever. I've heard about your ex-wife. I blame her for a lot too. (laughs) Regardless, I I would I want to taste this in two to four more years. I think at four six years, this is going to be phenomenal. I'd kind of like to taste it in about six weeks. And then maybe about again. I would have liked to taste it just now again, but someone drank all of it. Well, don't look at me. Don't right. look at me. I'm finishing look, off. Yeah, look at, yeah. look at the guy across from you. That's the one who got Maury, it. Maury, have you rated this yet? I, I forgot where we I were. I did. No. I rated it. Our next oh, right. step was oh, Brent. Just, just, Brent. Yeah, I, I oh, get the. Uh, I don't get, get yeah. the the apricot and the fig either. I don't get it. I don't. But I do get the orange. I do get the oranges on there, and I do get the pepper. Lots and lots of pepper for me. It's it's almost it's almost too spicy for for its age. Because you're white, eat yeah. some Thai food. Come out, let's go eat some Indian food. It's, it's uh, not too spicy. Well, no, for its age, I think it's almost too spicy. But it is very good. It's uh, the uh, I like the uh, I like the that that little pepperiness on your on your in your mouth, the feeling of it and stuff. It's and I don't know how you can only give it a two. It's you know of a rating i think it's he's uh, a petty hateful little man uh, <laughs> you know what can i tell you I'm well, not, i you're right more. he is a little you this is this is why but, white people's ki- kids don't go to college anymore you don't you expect enough five, from them have some of your tasty beverage to wash <laughs> but uh I'm, yeah I'm I, the tiger mom of ratings no but that's okay <laughs> i mean a, a, a two is uh a two is still very good for this but i'm going to give it a, a three sips interesting all right Okay, so I advise you start drinking heavily. Uh, I, I was outvoted. I, I, I took that advice last night. <laughs> I actually on my on my paper I said two or three, and I I probably only gave it a two just to spite you guys. <laughs> okay, the next product we're going to talk about is the Rabbit Hole Straight Bourbon Whiskey, finished in Pedro Jimenez Sherry casks. It clocks in at forty six point five percent ABV. This, is, uh, this offering is part of the fingerprint edition from Rabbit Hole. This was created to showcase the art of finishing and blending. In this expression, the folks at Rabbit Hole took a five-year-old weeded bourbon that was aged in a number four char oak barrel from Independence Dave. They then transferred it into hand-selected 30-year-old sherry butts. These butts are 500 liters or 132 but. gallons. But. But. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to, to come down to your level. They had previously held Pedro Jimenez, PX for short, Sherry from Spain. Let's talk about the mash bill. The whis- whiskey has uh, 68% corn, 18% wheat, and 14% malted barley. Yeah, you can taste it too. Yes. Uh, it's got a wonderful color, 
rich caramel color and uh, the nose is really uh, pretty spectacular. Um, the nose really is reminiscent of uh, decadent baked goods with some range from, from strawberry pastries to buttery cookies. When you say decadent, I mean, are you making a moral value judgment on the pastries, the way they live their lives? No, I'm not judging no, the way they live their lives. he's just judging you. That's, yeah. that's what we have you. They're loaded with butter. Yeah. They're buttery. They're yeah. rich. They're, they're, not, they're just... not going to S&M Dungeons or anything. No, nothing like okay. that. That would that creates a disturbing mental image. Um, on the palate, I gotta say this: it's I love the viscosity. It's got a wonderful mouthfeel. Mm. Drink it in; <laughs> it always goes down smooth. It's ex- sure it is a dungeon. It is exceptionally smooth, and there's definitely some richness of uh, creme brulee and uh, caramel. Uh, it's really it's really nice on the palate. There's some subtle notes of vanilla. And then it just has this uh, this lingering finish. I might add also, I even get a hint of uh, dried apricot and even maybe even a little touch of fig uh, and or custard. Uh, it's really got a lot going on on the palate. It doesn't have any of the greenness that we talked about in the last whiskey. Uh, it's just really a, a much more polished and uh, and finished product. Um, and and as I said, the finish just lingers on and on and on. Um, this really, I can't say enough good things about this whiskey. Uh, when you stop and think about this being such a new company, it's just, um, it's astonishing. Uh, it is. It's hard to give it, it, it's hard to give it five sips, but uh, we don't do four and a half sips. So um, I, I think that uh, these guys are definitely going to be a five sip company in the future. Uh, but for today, I have to give this a solid four sips. Woo-hoo. That's classified. All right, Brent, what did you think? Okay, well, it's just like the uh, with the rye, I thought that was a little bit too bitter. This one I almost think is too sweet. I get a lot of that, that baked There's goods. There's no other whiskeys after this one, Goldilocks. This yeah. is it. I know yeah. that. <laughs> I know that, but that's what I'm saying. This bed it's is a, too soft. It is very soft, but... No, yeah, it's you get too that, cold. You know, this is a dessert whiskey. There's it no is, question. It, it is yeah. a dessert whiskey, and that's what I'm getting at. It's not something that you're going to uh, get going to sip all day. Oh, as we all know, yeah. Brett is not a dessert guy. You can tell by his <laughs> but he is trim a sip and all day whiskey guy. figure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that comes from the whiskey, but yeah, yeah I get a lot of the. Could I get a lot the of cheesecake. You know, on the nose, I do get a lot of that baked goods, the strawberry. Um, you know, on the palate, I get it. It's very nice, very sweet, very, it's got a great mouthfeel. It's got, I got dark cherries, vanilla. I get a little hint of that, that creme brulee and, uh, you know, and the sweetness. And then for the finish, I get like a dry finish with a little bit of hint of pepper. Um, and, and like I said, it's, this is not something I could sip, you know, all day. It's, a, it's like either before dinner or after dinner drink. And then I would move on to something else. You know, it's a, for me, it's kind of like a one and done drink for that day, but, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I am going to give this you know, three sips. Interesting. Right. Have you ever seen anything that he wouldn't drink all day? I no. think it's time for an no. intervention. Oh, yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah, we <laughs> I mean, won't go there. It's, it's like I've heard of session IPAs with the low alcohol. You you can drink them all day at a long session. I don't have any session bourbons. <laughs> I can just sip on all day. My liver doesn't take that. Yeah, well, let's just say, yeah, Brent has a little bit of a drinking problem. A real problem. woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, Arthur. Bob, you well, want to Harm, what you do you think? Oh, okay, my turn. Well, sir, the baked goods are decadent. Naughty, even. Naughty. <laughs> they're, they're just, it's, are you spanking it's, the bottle? I'm spanking the baked goods. The, the baked goods are uh, you sexy, sexy. It's, you know, it's actually, it's reminded me of like a croissant. It like, it like a, uh, yeah. I mean, I like finished, I like the, a lot of finished whiskeys, yeah. but it's, you know, I do get its sweetness. Yeah. You get it. It's, it's there. It's really? Dessert. Have you had a, have you Delicious. had a finished whiskey before? Yeah. I might've had one. <laughs> this is dessert in a glass and there's yeah. no question. Yeah. You, if you judge it as a dessert whiskey, I think it's excellent and very I well I think this done. would go, go great with a cigar. We haven't done a, a, an episode of whiskeys and cigars, but okay. this would be a cigar whiskey. But but I think if you my compare wife's babes, it, you won't. You compare it to a George T. Stagg, it's the other end of the spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah. oh very yeah. much so. Okay, well may I may I continue? I'm children? sorry to interrupt you. No, you don't, you're not sorry at all. I know. Oh, Bob, Bob, yeah. do you like another one? Yes, so, I think I need another one. Anyway, so to me, it reminded me of like a, a really ah, good, so good, good croissant with some strawberry jam on it. Uh, everybody got strawberry on this, but. Um, when I tasted it, I actually got more citrus coming out. So it was started berries, then citrus and chocolate. 
Um, like there was a little bit of chocolate on the nose. Let me nose that again. Yeah, just a little bit at the end there. And uh, everyone said creme brulee. Dead on. Dead on. This creme brulee. This is this is vanilla custard and that, that crunchy caramel topping. This is gorgeous. And there is red fruit still. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lingering finish. I shouldn't even have been talking. I just, just, you should just listen to me savoring the finish. It is yeah, yummy. You're right. He shouldn't be talking. I'm right. getting his mic off <laughs> right now. But I didn't <laughs> so get the dry finish that, that Brent got. Uh, Brent said it finished dry to me. Uh, it's, it's not like a peppery finish. It's to me more like cinnamon or acacia bark. So let's call this uh, a solid four sips, too. And do it. That's classified. From now on, we're going to be doing it with his microphone off. <laughs> I'm savoring the whiskey. All right. Um, yeah, this one, this one really hit it for me. Uh, I love a well done finished whiskey. I mean, there are some out there that are not over the top or yeah, unbalanced, or unbalanced, or or not enough. You know, I mean, it's hard. That's you know, that's a hard target to hit, and a lot of times, you know, people don't. Um, you know, I can name, you know, in this country on one hand, the people who are doing it well, and I'll, I'll tell you, they, they've nailed this one. And I thought it would be for me, I thought it would be too sweet. Um, I do love, uh, you know, one of my, one of my favorite scotches in the world is a PX barrel finished scotch. Um, so I thought, well, this might be a little bit too sugary. No. Which one was that? Sonalta or, uh, the Sonalta, the Sonalta. Yeah, I, of course. I the one that. they don't make anymore. Yeah, Bob wants you to go out and you know bust the bank yeah. trying to find yeah. it. No, you're not finding <laughs> any in Florida. I've been to every yeah. liquor store between here and the Panhandle. I own them all. Um, yeah, this one, this one really hit it for me. I do really love a barrel finish, and I do really love a PX finish. Um, sweet, like Maury said, it's it's decadent. It is a it is a end of the evening whiskey. I'm not drinking this at the beginning of the evening. I'm not, you know, sitting at a tailgate going through a bottle of this. Um, this is something after a really great meal. Uh, you're going oh, yeah. to sort of sit back with friends and pass this one around and just really just sit back it's, and enjoy it's it. It's reminiscent of a cognac because, I mean, when when tasting, I didn't really think about a cognac, but then listening to you guys talk about it, Maury said the dried apricots. I said cinnamon. Uh you guys were talking about the sweetness and the berry berry flavors. That to me, on paper, that spells cognac. Yeah, and it's, like I said, I think of this a lot like uh, you know dessert wine. It can be the dessert. Um, it, it's it, it'd be hard to pair it with dessert without it conflicting and and clashing a little bit. But this is um, like I like I called it dessert in a glass. Yeah, it uh, really finishes off the meal nicely. I'm, um, I'm glad you're uh, not ashamed to pat yourself on the back. It's good. Now, the thing I like about it is, is 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 a lot of these when they do the barrel finish, you're tasting more of the wine than the whiskey. You're tasting more of the whiskey than the wine. And on this one, you know, I'm getting I'm getting that PX sherry nose, and and but I but it's not it's not covering it up. It's just really enhancing it well. I mean, the caramel no, on this cloying. is amazing. No, it's not cloying Something, at all. A lot of PX sherry, yeah. sherries are cloyingly yeah. sweet. Yeah. Like drinking a glass of prune juice. It's like caro syrup and raisins. Yeah. I mean, you definitely yeah. get that raisiny from the PX, which I do really adore. Um, I, it wasn't get, as raisiny for me. This, no, this no, no when I say raisiny, yeah. not, not overtly, in, but I mean, in the back in of the actual, palate, in you actual get that. Yeah. yeah, maybe in yeah. the back. I'm sorry, maybe I didn't get enough whiskey in my glass to get all the way to the back of my palate. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's right here. No. Um, yeah, this one just really the, the 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 sweet buttery pastry on this, the creme brulee, the the sweet red fruit, and uh, I hate to admit it, he's right. It's on the back palate. It's not. It's not a. a it's not a drying. It is. It's more What's like. It's, but it's not. Pepper. It's more like that. It's more like that when you eat something with a little bit of cinnamon on it. You get the cinnamon up front, and then you know in the back you get that sort of dryness at the back of your tongue from the cinnamon itself from the bark or from the it, yeah, it's acacia it's bark yeah. more than cinnamon i yeah, guess that's what it is and it's and but it, i mean very very pleasing i mean this is this is an extremely I'm just going well back and done. smelling this empty glass the the, the you know the, the operative word is empty glass yeah this is this that's is an extremely well-made whiskey and uh you know this is uh this is from batch number one from them i think they're on batch two or three now but uh yeah if, if they if they're gonna be doing more of these on the fingerprint series and they do the rest of them this well 
I'm absolutely going to have to make sure that I go and, you know, get some more of these because this is extremely well done. When are they coming to Florida, man? I want to um, know. We're working on it. And I give this one four sips. All right. That's classified. But what would you guys think? Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole is nice. I, I'm looking forward to the future with them. I think if these are their first three expressions, that in, you know, three, four years... I'm expecting a lot of out of them. I'm not expecting them to sit back and and just take the stance that some some of these uh, you know some of these distilleries do. I'm expecting them, you know, the building the new distillery and everything. I expect a lot. Yeah, I agree, Brian. I, I think these guys are really uh, not just, not only going the right direction, but they've gone the right direction. I think they've got some wonderful offerings that are very approachable now not the uh the usual thing that we see which is not really ready for prime time and we're just trying to get it out there in a hurry i think they've done it thoughtfully and whatever they've done to get it to mature a little bit quicker uh has really paid off and as i said i think uh, if this is a preview what's to come with the finishing um again i love finished whiskeys and they're doing it right yeah i mean well done all right well that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Sud Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thanks, Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. I finally understand why you have the new jackalope down here. Yep. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. It's really been fun today. And thank you, Harmy. I'm dazed and confused by the young whiskey I actually liked. Thank you for having me. And remember, life is too short to drink cheap whiskey. Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.